Well, is there a reason why I have this silly grin across my face? It's plastered across your face, plastered on my face, plastered across. I think we're forgetting these um, little, uh, these subtle um, use of these words, plastered across your face. Because what tends to happen is in this culture where we live, where we say, I'm going to send across this email or we're going to, um, you know, send across things which can't really be sent across. So we use these words plastered across your face, which makes sense because it's across my face. And if those of you who really um, didn't get context to why I said that, I was grinning like a fucking, uh, what's a cat in uh, Alice in Wonderland? Who the fuck is Alice in Wonderland, right? Um, the Cheshire Cat? Is that maybe. I'm, I'm a little hesitant with certain words. You can probably, if you listen to this podcast, tell sometimes I'm like, Cheshire Cat? Just say it under my breath because then I don't really commit to um, a blunder. But at the same time, I don't sound very confident about what I'm saying. And people want confidence from their podcasters nowadays. They want people who can have this sense of believing. And even if it's complete bullshit, I mean, this is what we want from our auditors, right? Even if you look at our... Um, leaders of state, they might not believe it. They might not understand it. They might not even think, and they know it's a lie, but they say it. And they say it completely committed to the idea that, yes, all statues are the sign of progress. Pegasus. You know what I mean? So, Cheshire Cat. See, there you go. How hard is it, Sandeep? My pop filter is drooping. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I'm doing this on a Sunday. It's a commitment I have to you, the listener. I love it. I was also bored. I don't know if it really is because of my commitment to you. Just that I was like, fuck, it's something to do. Um, I spent, you know, a couple of episodes, guys, by the way, are coming up sooner than you would believe. Uh, Interviewed a couple of uh, lovely human beings. And I'm going to put them out uh, on this, the Soapy Rao show. And of course, just a little housekeeping that I have to do. Welcome to the podcast. If you're a first timer here, um, you should uh, definitely try three fingers. If you're a regular, you know what I'm talking about, fist man. Hey, anyhow, if you do like this podcast, do tell your friend and tell them as well, three fingers. So why am I doing this today? Well, it's a big time in the world, is it? It's always a big time. I just read this morning that Athens is burning. We, of course, like to call it Athens, but people out there do call it Athens. And we're like, yuck, Athens and all you can't call. But it's pathetic that you call it Athens. It's Athens, man. Pathetic that you call it Athens. Pathetic. Great word. Great word. When we say it, it just has a different meaning. Pathetic is, of course, how many people across the world and many people who speak the language natively will call it. But we believe that when we say, yeah, that fellow and all pathetic behavior, it just has a very Indian connotation to it, which I think adds a new flavor to the patheticism of that person's behavior. So when you say, man, that, that, this, the, the plight of the, the oh, let me put with the accent, the plight of those brigands was pathetic. Yeah, it sounds like those brigands were in a pathetic plight. But when you say it like, Ayo, those bastard fellows, pathetic, it was pathetic. It just sounds like they have fungus growing on their testicles, right? It just adds this flavor of curry to the patheticism of their testicles. Did I say testicles? No, I didn't mean to say testicles. I meant to say that plight of the bastard brigands was pathetic. So it has, it might be a word that is mispronounced and people be like, Indian people cannot pronounce the word right. And we might not I agree with you, Sah, but we have our own meaning to the word that we add when we mispronounce it. Pathetic. It just apparently, see? Apparently, what is it? Apparently. Of course, how many of you would say it? Apparently, she seemed to be a lovely human being, but on the side, she was a skank who slept with her trainer. Apparently. But 
apparently she's just a whore <laughs> no just just saying apparently it just has um a different ring to it especially said with conviction of confidence that the indian accent imbibes or imbues see that again <laughs> i just imbues i pull back at the last minute like just before you enter right just like that last thing should i shouldn't i do it does it have aids it's kind of you pull out at the last minute so imbued um, imbued is the right word so um, apparently the indian accent is good for see the thing is if a, if if a person with an american accent or canadian or whatever the canadian accent it's, it's american accent or australian accent and that sounds horrible or a british accent or any accent which is britishly native whatever the word is if they say apparent apparently bitch you know, just sound like as though you have nothing to look forward to in life even the pub at the around the corner is like fuck off my fuck off fuck off dai fuck off you can't come around here saying apparently mate that sounds like Russell Brand apparently my the world is a place where all of us have to undermine the establishment which is out to perpetuate the capitalistic agenda and as a result oppress the downward masses my apparently you can't say that but if i go on a panel say the bbc and they're like we have with us the panelist mr rao who's an expert at nothing but a genius at everything yeah, what do you have to say hey, apparently say he meant to say apparently and apparently according to mr rao the world is absolutely fine but just with the perception of being fucked apparently yeah we are doing this i feel we are converting the world's pronunciation of words you know just uh, just uh, one syllable at a time we're fucking in doing it this is how we will take over the world one day where you have someone graduating from oxford who's done a masters in english literature walking around saying pathetic and apparently <laughs> What are some other words you've heard, man? I'm sure there are a lot. I'm, they're just not coming to the tip of my tongue, or they're they're not coming into my head. But I'm sure that you've heard a bunch of the Indianized English words. English words—that's not it. But what I mean is, uh, the Indians taking their own take on uh, words and giving it an entire new meaning, which I think is great. But of course, uh, we have to compete on the world stage, and that's what's happening at the Olympics. Uh, that guy, brilliant, fucking beat the. Beat the world at their own sport, javelin. Amazing. Well, he put his javelin into someone's bed. Hey, that's an innuendo. Putting your javelin, Mr. Neera Chopra. Congratulations. I'm glad you stuck your javelin hard in Tokyo. But um, it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing that um, we produce these athletes when we are so culturally against people who are not cricketers. Um, even hockey is now getting something but kabaddi i mean of course now through money everything's getting some attention but inherently uh, not really respecting people how do you have a backup plan see if you are pathetic at javelin what will you do people will judge you that you went around throwing some pokey thing at some ground and nothing happened now he's look at him he's working in some at least do a bpo job see if you give that backup plan that thing think at least do something at least you have to have money this is what happens you don't produce anything worthwhile you just produce a generation a country full of mediocre people who are scared to fail and who are happy and content with um, nowadays so called pursuing your passion which is also 
comes with the safety net, which also comes with a very Indian connotation of don't go in wholehearted. Just try it a little bit. Put one subscriber here, one subscriber there. And once some Indians succeed, like Russell, Peter, Peter Russell did good comedy. Now we can do comedy. And apparently he's very, very rich. Don't you see the profitability of it? Very good. That's when you fucking follow like uh, sheep. But otherwise... Eh, we're not we're not very frontierish in our way, right? Once a couple of white people have gone to the top of the mountain, fallen off, we're like, yeah, it's not very safe here. We'll wait for a little bit roads to come and some ladders. Yeah, so we, we don't really have that. And of course, I'm not saying every Indian. There are the odd ones, the outliers, maybe you want to call them. But we're not really we're not really encouraged to do to sort of go in wholehearted and completely take the plunge. It's a little bit of like, you know what, if I'm coming, can you hold my hand? It's kind of this community approach. Like, oh, if I go in my whole joint family, fucking the joint fa-, Which is, I think, in a way good because we were a little bit more um, worried about the tribe and we'd look out for each other. But if you apply certain principles, no, if you kind of take the selfish nature of being um, what the West might represent for each man, each woman, or each uh, gender for themselves, agenda, yeah, then you apply that to this joint thing. It's a kind of like a basket of crap. No, 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 don't do that. Very, very bad. Very, very bad. What will they say about you? You're going like bow and arrow. It is great that in our Hindu mythology, there was bow and arrow, but you cannot go doing it because it is not progressive. How will they say? What will they say? If you're going out a bow and arrow, do not do it. You'll be very arrow-minded, is what many families do sound like. But good for this guy. Um, and Javelin is one of those things which is fucking uh, Leon- Leonid- Leonidas. I've heard the pronoun- word pronounced Leonidas, which of course was in the movie 300 where Gerard Butler was Leonidas, the head of the 300 who, stared at, uh, who stood at the gates of Thermopylae. Very, very Greek-sounding indeed. Hello, Spartans. How's it going? Let's go down and fight the fucking Persians, man. Down to the gates of Thermopylae, motherfuckers. Let's go get them. Bang. Man, well, ma'am, thank you, ma'am. Hoo-ha. Oh, I mean, ah-hoo, ah-hoo, hee-ha. Wrong movie, John Wayne, indeed, motherfucker. Come over here, Alessandro Adis. And there was one guy called Titus who just clenched all the time. He was a tight ass. And the Persians are coming. He's like, ooh, he's bending over, facing the enemy, going, give it to me if you can. And then one Persian threw it really, really far. 87.5 meters, he threw his javelin and it poked Titus. As you might have guessed, in the Titus. And then he became losers. <laughs> this is my history lesson for you on this beautiful, God blessed day of things in this planetary sense. It's a new moon! Yeah, Titus. It's a new moon. I'm recording this on a Sunday, if you're wondering. I think it's going to come out tomorrow, which is a Monday. Ah, that's what happens. What happens after a Sunday is a Monday, which is a day before Tuesday, which is two days before a Wednesday and three days after a Saturday, two days after a Saturday. I fucked that up. But good for this guy. Because, you know, of course, things are different. Boxing, wrestling, all these things are old ancient sports, which were around during, as I told you on previous episodes, uh, the Greek Olympics was their sport. Yeah, they're not doing very well right now. They're just trying to put out fires. That seems to be their primary occupation, which I hope they do sooner than later because it's a gorgeous old city and no one deserves to see this kind of conflagration uh, envelop their homes and their countryside and their surroundings and their familiar things because it's not nice for anyone to go through it, whether it's Greeks, whether it's Russians, whether it's Indians, no one deserves to. And I think collectively we're in this shithole together and we need to help each other. But... While they were putting out their fire, Neeraj Chopra went and stuck his javelin in the Tokyo soil to win. 
Yeah, fucking gold. That's brilliant. Now, during PT class, watch. I mean, schools aren't open yet, but watch how every PT master will be like, boys and girls, you will take your javelins and throw them as far as you can. And if you hit something with your pointy end, I will be so proud of you. Ah. But yeah, 300 was very Americanized, as every fucking historical remake by Hollywood is, right? And of course, now it's culturally culturally inappropriate to put some white guy as a brown man or a black man. So they're getting anyone to fulfill these roles. Uh, in fact, I've been offered something. Yeah, but I don't have to cast as an actor, but I have to do something which is inherently me, which is play a visually impaired person. But I don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't know. I have to do an audition. I'll keep you updated on that journey and let you know if they cast me or forecast me or do something with a cast, break my leg and put me in a cast, maybe. But that's something. But I, I don't I don't get this. Uh, I think the other one extreme of having, you know, um, just any actor play every sort of culture or color or whatever is a bit of a problem because I don't think it's just justice to the role. But at the same time, just to make people happy, having every kind um, of human type or human kind of, what's the word? Kind of human out there with every kind of combination, permutation, just because it sort of tick boxes your company or your production house to look politically correct or woke. That's fucking bullshit, man. The story determines a certain kind of character. Whether a person writes it, I write a certain story. I, you know, I'm not saying that I want my character to be portrayed by, you know, Gerard Butler or anything like that. But if there's a certain character that demands certain things, fucking do it. And, ah, what happened there? That was kind of like a uh, throat squeak. Anyhow. So, yeah, but that was a little thing because, um, yeah, the word Leonidas, I've heard it pronounced also as Leonidas. Uh, Leonidas. Leonidas. Yeah, I like those names. Just has a bit of gravity to it. Leonidas. Uh, there's some other names. I can't, for the life of me, remember them. I read the book. It's called Gates of Hell. Was it by Stephen Pressfield? I think it could have been by Stephen Pressfield. Hmm. Narrated by Gerard Doyle. Great narrator. I go by the narrators nowadays. Gerard Doyle. He also narrates some of the books by Daniel Silva, if you read that author, who's got the Gabriel Allon series, who's a Mossad agent. Yeah, probably not the biggest hero at these times, but he's also an art historian that makes the story interesting. So boom, 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 Beretta, Beretta, Beretta. And then it's like, ooh, is that a Caravaggio? <laughs> Spraying in all directions, literally. But... This episode is to congratulate Mr. Neera Chopra if you are listening out there. And I don't understand. I just kind of briefly, when I was on Google News, which is my primary source of news, um, read the fucking people on Twitter demanding cars from Anand Mahindra. Give, who's that chick? Sindhu. Uh, some car. Uh, I don't know what car. Is a, no, he's Mahindra, right? So, forgot car. Yeah. Ah, I think they asked her, <laughs> they asked him to give her a thar, which is that Jeep. And they asked uh, Javelin uh, to give Javelin this point. Give something at least that looks like a Javelin, like, like you know. Um, but they asked him to give him a XUV, which is XUV 700. I don't know what the fuck that is. I thought it's a 550 or a 500. But yeah, just, like, <laughs> just imagine they have a parade after the Olympics and all the winners are sitting in their respective Mahindras. And... Um, of course, as uh, the gold medalist, 
he's leading the parade in his xuv and then sindhu is like i can't turn it dude i'm a badminton player not a fucking power lifter this has no steer power steer <laughs> congratulations to sindhu as well uh not like she's going to be listening but there yeah, there's a true story of the true winner who's aditi ashok apparently the girl who came fourth in the uh, golfing category fuck man i don't know why the i think is chess a part of the olympics i don't know i think maybe you should introduce yoga as my wife said we should introduce yoga as an olympics sport let me know your thoughts on that are and of course you know i'm going to i'm going to wipe up i'm said i'm going to wipe up here because i made a mess of myself talking about all these greek soldiers and the spartans very very spartan setup though i have walls yeah you know they came the spartan setup came up from there because they were very spartan life and they came up with this way of speaking called laconic way of speaking which is very spartan yeah something i've taught you today but yeah they didn't go around saying things like i will stab you with my javelin you pathetic fool who apparently eats all day that would have been a great line ahu ahu second time this buttons are making a feature yes anyhow i will keep you updated on the things that are coming along my way let me know what you think about all these things happening in hollywood casting people for the sake of fulfilling certain uh, agendas uh, what's going on with the world of indians you know kind of making the words their own and what do you think about mr neera chopra i hope i got the name right because that will be a bit of a boo boo and congratulations sir i salute you and i think we really need to encourage people like this who want to take a chance and give them a give them the safety net that they don't have to take as a government you fuckers give them some help give them a sense that go ahead and do it because I mean, only when they win, it's like the pride of India is behind you. Oh, fucking show it before they make it, right? Show it when they are trying, when they're endeavoring every day, waking up early, throwing javelins, swimming, doing whatever they are doing, punching, boxing, uh, jumping, and uh, doing uh, things for the sport which they love. Support them then, not after the fact. Oh, when we will build a statue? Fuck that, you guys. So. Yeah, join me in supporting these guys. I I'm not, I don't want to support them, but I will support them on this podcast and I will salute the effort that they made. Every single Indian who's made it to the Olympics against all odds, the biggest odd being the lack of infrastructure and support from the Indian government um or the Indian mindset. You have fought that and gone to do the thing that you love doing. So, on a sentimental note, I salute you. and i salute anyone who dedicates their entire sort of being to this particular thing that they believe that they sh- are born to do so good for you guys because we need more of that as opposed to the 90% that's in the middle that is just you know this subsisting in mediocrity i may be one of them i'm first to admit but we need some of you makes may make our lives exciting exciting Yeah, there you go. That's another Indian thing. EX, no, EG, exciting. So, thank you for making our lives exciting and doing what you do, whether it's sport, whether it's adventure, whether it's writing, whether it's great podcast like this, whatever it may be. I salute you. I appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and enjoy this time that we live in. And I hope all of you listening, if you're in Greece or wherever the wildfires are, hope you're safe and um Yeah. Take care of yourself, man. So it's a, it's, a, it's a tough time around the world, but we'll get through this one way or the other. Till next time. So, I should do it more nicely. Okay, I'm going to till next time, my friends. Uh, take care of yourselves and uh God bless. Cheers. Hold up. 
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.